Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. In the NOCO is supported by Blue Federal Credit Union, with locations from Denver to Cheyenne, helping members tap into the power of community. More information at bluefcu.com. You're listening to In the NoCo, a daily slice of Northern Colorado news and happenings. It's Wednesday, September 20th. I'm Erin O'Toole. We are just a couple of days away from the official first day of fall this Saturday. For many of us, this time of year means an annual trip into the high country to marvel at all the gorgeous autumn leaves as they change from green to vibrant reds, golds, purples, and browns. Of course, the season brings plenty of tourists to the high country each year, but when it comes to how spectacular the display of fall colors is, well, let's just say some years are better than others. For more on what we can expect this fall, I'm talking with the go-to leaf-peeping expert, Dan West. He's the state's forest entomologist and works out of the Colorado State Forest Service at CSU. Dan, welcome to In the NoCo. Thank you for having me. What a pleasure to be here. I have to start by asking you, uh, you are also known as Mr. Aspen. Um, How did you come by that incredibly cool alter ego? Oh, gosh, that's a moniker that um, a local um, reporter gave me a couple of years back. Um, Just because I sit in aircraft uh, throughout much of the summer and I look out over all um, 24 million forested acres of our ecosystems in Colorado. And so um, I think I'm just uniquely positioned that I not only look at aspens, but I also kind of look at all of our forests. And so I joke with with the reporter that maybe it should be Mr. Bark Beetle or maybe it should be Mr. Um, Forest or something like that. But yeah, yeah. Uh, that's how it came about is that um, annually I kind of talk to some local media outlets just to describe what's happening in our forests and kind of what to expect year to year between aspens and and what might be happening with our precipitation and temperature regimes. Yeah, and we are getting into that time of year right now when we're seeing the leaves start to change. Can you give us just a quick overview of what we can expect this year? Is it going to be the glorious golds, reds, and browns we love, or is it going to be lackluster? Yeah, this year we're sitting really good going into the fall season. So the early spring rains that we received, along with we also got some monsoonal flow through a good portion of our state in July and August, that really helped set the stage for the condition that the aspens are in. The aspens look better this year than they have for the last five years. And that coincides almost directly with the drought conditions that we've seen across our state. We're pretty much, um, you know, most of the state, save for the southwest corner, is out of a lot of our drought conditions. Whereas in years previous, we've really been in some of those exceptional or severe or even uh, moderate uh, drought conditions, which really affect the aspens that um, we all love to see in the fall. So going into the season, aspens are lush. Aspens are growing a lot and they're green and vibrant leading up into this fall season. Do you have a sense of when this is all going to happen? When can we start making our trips to to gaze at the fall colors? Yeah, this year is a little bit different from last, depending upon where you're going to be in the state. And I like to kind of split the state into thirds. I think of it as the northern third, the central portion of the state, and then maybe that southern third, if you will. And that's mostly based on latitudinal changes um, in our mountains. And 
you know, the northern part of the state turns first and we're already seeing pot patchy colors in our high country or up in our mountains. That's already begun. This year, we're looking a little bit more on kind of a quote unquote average. We're starting to see some, but it looks like the peak in the northern portion of the state is going to be towards the end of this month. And then as you move further south, it's about a week delayed or a week to 10 days later as you move south. So if you're kind of working in that I-70 corridor, driving through that I-70 corridor, we would expect for it to be somewhere around the first week of October. And then, of course, as you move further south into that second and third week of October in the southern part of the state. Okay, good to know. Start planning now. Dan, are there any particular drives you recommend taking or trails or, or parks that people can visit? We're so lucky in Colorado that... It, Really, anywhere that you go up into the mountains, you're going to see something that, this time of year. The colors are, you know, all throughout our mountains. But there's a couple that kind of ring true. You know, if you're headed towards the southern part of the state, I love to go over La Vida Pass and kind of work your way down into La Alamosa. Um, if you're in the southwest corner of the state, I love kind of driving that um, what's called the Million Dollar Highway, kind of going north out of Durango in towards um, Montrose and the Dallas Divide over there is just absolutely stunning. Um, closer to home here, the Peak to Peak Highway never disappoints and always kind of, you know, working your way down through 285 heading south and, and finding some of those Forest Service roads that you can get off on. That almost never disappoints. In the central part of the state, just north of Gunnison, headed towards Kepler Pass is just stunning and fantastic. Yeah, I could go on and on. There are so many wonderful drives in Colorado that we're really fortunate that, um, you know, in any one year, if there's, you know, things are a little bit later, you can just dr keep driving for a half hour and you're going to see something that's almost spectacular. And it's never the same year to year. And that's what's so wonderful about what we have in Colorado, right? With all these Aspens, the weather plays into it, the soil moisture plays into it, um, as well as, you know, day length. And so it really is wonderful in Colorado to just kind of get out and explore. And this is going to be a in my opinion, barring any storms that could happen, this is going to be a great year for it. Dan, you mentioned that you spend a lot of time in the air flying over Colorado's forests. You've undoubtedly logged a lot of flight hours. We know the state has been in the grips of drought in recent years, um, infestations of pine beetles and other pests. How are the forests doing these days? Well, it's a unique perspective. I, I, work collaboratively with the U.S. Forest Service. And so we both fly um, in the same planes um, together so that we don't have to worry about jurisdictional boundary, what's private and what's public. And um, we can just kind of fly our forest ecosystems. And in doing so, it gives us a unique perspective of kind of the state of our state, if you will, thinking about trees. And some of the unique things that we've seen this year is that yeah, aspens look better than they've looked for the last five or six years, maybe since about 2018. Um, they're really doing well. But many of our other ecosystems that we think about our pine forests and some of our high elevation forests, they actually seem like they're doing much better than we've seen in the last few years. And so some of the bark beetle activity is staying fairly localized. We're seeing less of a spread or, or less of their footprint um, expanding in any one year. Um, our forest ecosystems are really starting to rebound, and it's all related to this water that we've been seeing for this past six months or so. Well, let me wrap up, Mr. Aspen, by asking you, is fall your favorite season? Undoubtedly. Yep. In our state, 
the colors, the, the warm days followed up by cool, crisp nights and cool, crisp mornings. You can see the steam coming off your coffee when you're just stepping outside. Mm. Um, the colors are just abound. You know, the reds and purples that come out in some of our gamble oaks that are in the understory, the, the riparian vegetation, the cottonwoods and the willows that are just now starting to turn. And then you follow that up by an aspen show. Um, what a time of year. It, this undoubtedly is my best time of year. Great to know. Dan West with the Colorado State Forest Service at CSU. Thank you so much for talking with me today. My pleasure. Thank you. We've got a basic guide to when and where you can get the best fall color viewing over the next few weeks in our show notes and at KUNC.org. And we want to know, do you have a favorite spot to enjoy the changing fall colors? Email us at noco at kunc.org. Or you can tag us on Instagram with your best fall photo. We're at KUNC915. That's it for us today here on In the NoCo. We'll be back tomorrow with more of what's happening in Northern Colorado. Our producer is Jocelyn Mesa Miranda. Robin Vincent is our executive producer. I'm Erin O'Toole. See you next time.